Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. We have already solved half the issues on the show already. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence and uh, Mr. Ben Reichley is across from me. So Thank welcome you. aboard, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you coming in. Good to be here. You okay? Good to be here. Yep. No. Nope. Got to drive one of the uh, c- the company you work for. They'll remain nameless at the moment. <laughs> but uh, I got to drive one of their 18-wheelers yesterday, or the tractor for the 18-wheeler yesterday. I was at the Sunbury Motor Company. Saw the picture you texted me. You look good in there. Thank you. Your <laughs> seatbelt was on. You were obeying all the safety regulations. Yep. And okay. uh, I didn't know tractor trailers had airbags. I'm not that smart. I was surprised. So. <laughs> there's probably some people listening that have known that, and there's some other people that would say, oh, come on, give yeah, yourself a break. Here, it you know. does. Even so, I mean, the whole whole nine yards, side airbags, front, top, head, uh, with a trucker, if somebody ever hits them, it's going to be safe. So, yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that was a super truck. Uh, is that brand new or getting serviced? Do you even happen to know that uh, answer? I believe getting serviced because okay. you had uh, the Sunbury Motors sign in the background there. So we'll probably have to print that off and hang it up in here. Maybe we'll get you to autograph it. Getting its routine maintenance. Yeah, that was uh, quite the truck. Well, and they have a Hyundai Veloster down there. It is a 2020 low miles, perfect condition. It is garage kept and $30,000 for that car. I'm like, holy smokes, I'm surprised it's still there. And uh, the only trouble with this is it's white. 35 today. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah, it is white. But they is got that, a new Hyundai uh, Palisade down there. Is that the one that you autographed, Kevin Hur, Roger? You guys all autographed that, so it's a special edition? <laughs> uh, with the oh, On the windshield with the wax pencils, so it comes right oh, off. Oh, I thought it on the dashboard. No. Rob Center's autographs <laughs> in there. Throw Morgan in there. Throw the whole crew. No, Catrillo. Catrillo's on the steering wheel because he wanted to be special. But yeah, boy, we certainly invite folks to do what I did yesterday. Go to the Sunbury Motor Company. Check out. Uh, I'm driving a brand-new 2021 Ford F-150 now, and it is just a gorgeous truck, uh, electric rear windows, got the spray and bed liner, these extra locking cleat tie-down thingamabobbers in the back so nobody takes anything laying down in the bed. And uh, let's see, did I mention the electric rear window? Oh, it's got the little drone that follows you around so you can see all around you all the time when you're backing up or moving. You can run your campsite off the generator. You could. 400 watts. I thought, well, that seems like a high enough amount for the fridge during a power outage so you know, I wouldn't have to run the loud generator in the backyard. I could just run the truck and uh, 24 miles to the gallon. <laughs> it gets zero when it's parked out front being used as the uh, generator for the house. But that's just, it, it is just a fabulous truck. Of course, it's going to help me back the uh, trailer up, too. It's got <laughs> the uh, pro pro trailer, I think they call it, mode, where and of course, uh, Ford Pass, so you can 
just I can pull out my smartphone right now and give you an update. The days at the docks, you think about that, folks (laughs) backing their trailers up. uh, I always hate that. And the pressure's high because people are waiting. Oh, especially when there's a uh, couple. There's a male-female scenario. One might be driving. The other is dictating the orders. The other might be driving and dictating. But, uh, no, there's been been a number of times where we've been able, I can say I've been able to assist because you learn early in life backing up a boat trailer or a hay wagon. If you can do those, you're probably ahead of... Well, that's a life skill. Yeah, you're ahead of 80% of the people in the world. Being able to swim... Being able to uh, drive a stick shift, uh, being able to change a tire, mm-hmm. being able to, um, well, those are the big things, uh, change a battery or to know, you know, to sort of do some key uh, maintenance on your vehicle. Those are life skills. You should know how to do that and how to back up a trailer, I think, well, is on the list. And know a little electric AC, DC, and some plumbing will go a long way, too. A little bit. Yeah, I can replace anything that's busted in our house. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I can't wire a new circuit, but I can put in a new wire where one already exists. And also, a life skill would be voting legally. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> did oh, I thought we solved that? that before this. I thought we solved that before the uh, We did. That show. was one of the okay. issues. Yeah. All the way back around to where we started, uh, we were talking about the Sunbury Motor Company. But I invite you to do what I did yesterday. Go there and buy a Ford F-150, a Hyundai Palisade, a Hyundai Veloster, a uh, Kia Telluride, and there's a 66 Mustang. It says not for sale in the lobby, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> Probably no, for the right price. For the right price, er, er, everything's for sale over there. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the Bronco. What, what is that? Like a '65 Bronco or something? In the, the orange one that's in the mm-hmm. in the old no, Lincoln. I mean, I mean uh, and plus, I guess in your case, you'll maybe you'll get to drive a tractor around the block a couple times. Arr, 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 arr. Yeah, you have to have a CDL with that thing. It is, mm-hmm. uh, it's an actual big truck. So, all right. So, but that's the Sunbury Motor Company. Do as I did. Become just one of the many, 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 many happy customers at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Uh, all right. On the mark. Sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Call us now. Lines are open. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword. OTM. Things that are in the news, of course, we're uh, still enjoying uh, the rapid pullout of Afghanistan. I think we have about 50,000 folks over there, depending upon which estimate you use. Uh, Joe Biden is uh, trying to get as many people out as possible. And now there is more bloodshed, as one of our callers pointed out yesterday. There has been some bloodshed. We couldn't find out where. I uh, said a couple of hundred people were killed by the Taliban in one town. We didn't find that, but we know there's lots of conflict, and Taliban's not doing what they said they would do, and that's uh, to uh, stay out of people's homes and uh, not enforce the education rules so or the opportunities for women and these kind of things, so there's lots of pushback. So that's happening in Afghanistan. we got the Delta variants all over the place. we got COVID-19 still being talked about. Uh, let's see, what else is in the news these days? Boy, we can talk about anything. Had a raucous meeting at the uh, Sealance Grove School Board this week, but one of our good listeners, I think, accurately pointed out that that's what democracy looks like. Sometimes it's a little verbose and involves interruptions and profanity and sometimes involves, you know, <laughs> calm pounding of the gavel. But the people... Throwing, got, throwing tea off the boat. Right. Well, people want to be heard. You know, if, if nothing, nothing, nothing else can be said about any of these meetings or the On the Mark show, 
people want to be heard. Well, I, I will say in the last two years, talking to some folks, uh, Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, on the business trip, it's they're amazed. I, I was amazed, and, and they were telling me they were just caught off guard by really not understanding the control of their local government, their, their school board. Of course, in most states, counties, or as in Louisiana, parishes are the overseer. In the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and I was told this by a historian, that this was pretty much put in place by the railroads and some of the big companies back in the 1800s. We see smaller municipalities, boroughs, smaller cities, et cetera, et cetera. But... It was interesting to hear folks talk about their lack of really understanding what their local city council, their local school board, and the effect they can have. Around here? Well, just around anywhere. This this was outside. This is Virginia. Maryland. These, are, these were folks from all over. And I think we're seeing it in Loudoun, Virginia. Uh, you're seeing it nationally. But locally... You know, the the effect of local government. Uh, just go to a zoning board meeting. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's very interesting if you sit through a zoning board meeting. Uh, good folks on the zoning board panel might disagree with good folks that are coming in for a plan. Uh, some ordinances. Well, skip that. Let's go back not, a step. Start at the planning commission. Well, you, planning commission, too. You want to see policy wonks and paperwork shuffling. Yeah, but look, look at uh, where bureaucrats c- there can really control what happens in economic development. But, you know, look at the ordinances that have been put in place 40, 50, 60 years ago and look at our area just locally. What area is the same? as 60 years ago, very few. So then you go into some metropolitan or urban rural areas, uh, meaning look at Northern Virginia where it was rural and now has become uh, uh, very suburban. I mean, I have a, a customer back in the uh, in the 90s, they would tell me stories when they built Dulles Airport. This was a big contractor out of the Baltimore area. When they built Dulles Airport outside of Washington, D.C., their guys swear that they were sending them to West Virginia that's how that's how rural Chantilly and that Dulles area was at that time. But it, but again, it, very interesting now. Seeing we just had a report on the what Seals Grove School Board. Mm-hmm. So there was there were seals, bull seals going against bull seals, and they were all trying to work something out. I take it. Well, you got because at Shikalemi, Mark, they're throwing tomahawks at each other, so you got to really watch out there. Board wisely held a big public meeting to talk about a big important issue, and a lot of people got to voice it on both sides. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I, I only have complimentary remarks for everybody on all sides of the issue. I know people don't like to get interrupted; that's bad, and people want to make sure they they get their point across. Mm-hmm. But uh, I agree with Cindy. That's that's democracy. No, no, I, I would agree too. But I'm saying in the last year and a half, or last maybe let's say four or five years, people have, and like I said, these are coming from folks who I've known for decades, business, and, and they're saying, you know, I never realized locally what can really, you know, the the cause and effect of of what some of the local politicians can do. What a local school board, like you said, planning commission, zoning <laughs> boards, and and folks, here's the other part about it. If you have a disagreement, don't be afraid to step on the other side and get on that board. Don't oh, be, yeah. don't be afraid to, Boy, to, to, to join to serve a shade a board. tree commission or something, and they'll bring you up to speed on what the Ooh. parameters are. It's interesting. Uh, as was a, a wise person once told me, it'd be great to serve on these councils, 
if I was independently wealthy and retired, I could really submit the time to it. Those people that have families and full-time jobs and serving those boards, hats off. Uh, you know, I hope they're there for the right reasons. You know, they don't have a cause per se that, that is, you know, I'm, I'm a one-person issue here, but, you know, they can serve the board and it's good. But if you have a family and you're on a board, Boy, you're taking a lot of time to serve that board. And remember, most of these, the compensation is minimal to none. <laughs> yeah, well, none is on most of them. Some council members get stipends, but some council members don't. School boards don't get a, mm. uh, a stipend. No, no, they get, they get they get passes to get into the entertainment, the plays they put on, and maybe some sporting events <laughs> they get to go to. School board members get to yeah. go to the plays for free? I hope so, at least. In, maybe I'm giving something out. But uh, also, too, you know, another group you can throw there is the uh, emergency folks. First responders. The EMTs, first responders, the fire volunteer firefighters. I mean, those, those folks, uh, again, too, uh, they're doing a, a job. But, uh, again, if you question your boards, don't be afraid to think about getting on the other side and get behind the the table and uh, and serve the community. Yeah, they'll hand you the gavel one of these days, too. Mark, as people say, I've had a number of people, they were on a jury. Boy, that was interesting. I really, really got educated uh, being picked for that jury and sitting through that trial. Well, don't be afraid to get on a uh, council or a board, and you can get educated also for your community. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of our listeners sends us a note. We did see this in the news overnight, but uh, a couple of U.S. senators who have been vaccinated uh, have contracted coronavirus. Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi, Senator Angus King, uh, an independent from Maine, and Senator John Hickenlooper, a Democrat from... See, it's it's multi-partisan Yeah, I was going to say, what's the story here? Is it that they were vaccinated and got the virus, or that the virus picked a Democrat, Republican, and independent? <laughs> <laughs> Just to send them a little message. Well, this came in yesterday. Joe started to read it, and then we ran out of time. You've probably seen this kind of thing on Facebook. It shows uh, Governor DeSantis. He's in front of a sign outside a store that says, no shoot, no no." shoes, no shirt, no service, and he says, mm -hmm. okay, and then he sees one that uh, inside a building that says no smoking, so he says, okay, and he sees one that says buckle up while driving, and he says, okay, and he says hard hats are required at another sign at a construction site, and he says, okay, another one says danger, high voltage, keep out, and he says, okay, uh, another one says safety first, and you have to wear uh, proper footwear and safety glasses at that particular work site, and he says, okay, but then he gets to the one where it says face masks are required and he yells no <laughs> well, so well, not all safety rules yeah we'll, are we'll see in equal. the uh, thank we'll, you buzz we'll see in the future how uh how uh, florida plays out again when when the tar i mean it seems like every uh liberal left-leaning media pieces tried to take a hit at the governor we'll, we'll see what happens it's either florida or texas that seems to do all the things wrong however well, california too. new york are doing things right i think california might be losing a governor in new york uh, is today the last day up there is there going to be a cake on the way out exit an exit interview on the way out well bad leadership is like covid 19 it affects everybody uh, it certainly <laughs> does certainly does and i'm afraid in our country we're not sure what good leadership is anymore 
Well, yeah, that would be a good question for our show today. We invite folks to call us. Uh, we have a simple goal today, and that is to do a better job than yesterday. And oh. yesterday was pretty good. So well, good. I hope um, I hope we're up to the standards. We don't. Were these shoes left underneath the table? Where I'm supposed to <laughs> those fold are those? mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We invite you to call us. Uh, talked a little bit about Afghanistan. Is that situation? I think it would be safe to say continues to devolve there. And it's not evolving, it's devolving, and or if you watch the activities there, you may recall what Devo said, we are not men, so this mm. is uh, plainly evident there as it is other places. Uh, and you can talk about that, of course, the COVID-19 Delta variant and the vaccinations and mask optional schools that we got going around here. I think all the schools are mask optional, so and we can talk about that. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben is directly across me. Ben Reichley, local businessman, Republican committee person, uh, but a natural-born uh, Fox Funnel wearer, if there ever was one. Ultra-conservative. Never had the Fox Funnels on or the... MSNBC funnel. Yeah, but uh, we'll say this, full disclosure, worked for George McGovern, passed out literature yeah, for the was, peanut farmer. That was not even in this millennium. Well... It was. Uh, it's count. always interesting. But, you got uh, smart and got Republican. Helped right? registered people to vote. Of all, uh, I, there were left-handers and right-handers that were registering to vote. Just in, like the virus. In Tennessee, I think I was six years old, passing out some literature. So, uh, got to see the extremes. And uh, Mark, one of the scenarios uh, again, an older person, uh, husband and wife, told me that uh, when you're young and you're not liberal, maybe. Uh, you don't have a heart as much as you should, and when you get older and you're not a little bit more conservative, maybe your brain didn't kick in as much as it should. So, um, you know, that's a paraphrasing some folks. So uh, you go through life, and life's experiences uh, mold people, and be respectful of how they've been molded, and uh, hopefully you can offer some information that uh, might help or or not. But uh, always interesting to hear some conversations from different people. Like I said, to uh, this week, it was very interesting to hear some people talk about their local, local government and how it can affect them. Mm-hmm. And that, like you said, you talk about planning commission, you talk about a person that has a piece of property that would like to get it from zoned agriculture into uh, some sort of uh, 
one or two occupancy from a standpoint of residential or mixed use or industrial <laughs> you know what you, you and in fairness to the to the ordinances but look what people have to go through and you'll get an idea of some of the frustration and also look at the zoning boards and those folks when people come in and they don't have their paperwork in line and don't have things organized what they're put through because they have to uh, you know obey the ordinances so it, it's sort of interesting but look at the hurdles uh that people have to go through to uh to develop or or to move uh move commerce along but well, look at uh, dr furia he uh, he and his wife undertook a business venture in montandon to convert a tract of land that was a garage and uh, sort of a service bay and car sales place to a local store a dollar general store Boy, you thought he wanted to dam the Susquehanna River and put up tall windmills or something. It took, mm -hmm. you, you know, years to get all the permissions and everything and to go through all the right hoops and so on. I never spoke to him about it, but I could see that all this was happening. Of course, all the legal ads are always posted when this is well, happening and stuff. Also, too, now, now go farther along with that. We see uh, uh, Steve Patton uh, with the uh, trucking company who who expand who went to Virginia expanded to Virginia and now are expanding even more well Virginia is down there asking him what do you need uh, instead of what are you trying to do yeah Congressman <laughs> Muser uh, ninth district here in Pennsylvania talks about we should be the northeastern Texas we should be an economic juggernaut and yes we should we, uh, why if you have more taxpayers that's better than more taxes. And what's very interesting is when people call and say trickle down doesn't work, uh, what what reality are you not living in? Because trickle down does work. What do they do with their work. money, I wonder? Well, uh, the, the parts about it is to, to see what it takes to do commerce. And we have Garrett on here, Bob Garrett from the Chamber of Commerce, and, you know, you, you hear that. But uh, look at Art Thomas, who's the president. I mean, you know, uh, you, you talk to them, they understand. I mean, they're in the surveying, land surveying, and, you know, they're, they're knee-deep into some of this stuff that goes on. But what it takes to get things done, and look what the Trump administration did with the Army Corps of Engineers and dropping regulations. I mean, it should not take 10 years to get a highway permitted. Now, I'm not going to say every highway should be permitted in a year, year and a half, two years, but what takes 10 years? I mean, it's, you know, they were fighting parts of highways around Pennsylvania. The Spotted Owls children had children. It took so long to get the stuff done, or, or the uh, Webfoot Toad children had children by the time Spade the highway broke ground. Yeah, so anyway, uh, you, you look at what people have to go to, but again, look at the other side. When people don't come prepared to get their property rezoned or have an understanding of what needs to be done, that's also the frustration. Well, you remember the days where you, you, if you had a super good idea, you didn't necessarily need a lawyer just to get to get your permit, a building permit and that kind of thing to get started. Now, boy, you need, uh, you need Washington, D.C. lawyers, you need Harrisburg lawyers, you need local lawyers, you need a team of lawyers just to get the, it's the government. It's government run amok, it's bureaucracy, and you know what, in a microcosm, we see what happened in Afghanistan with, with bureaucracy bureaucracy. Uh, usually you go through and in business there's many analyses you can do. One's called a SWOT, S-W-O-T, and it stands for Strength, Weakness, Opportunities, and Threats. And believe me, in the Pentagon, in the State Department, you got 
uh, I say this respectfully, you got pointy-headed people with pencils, erasers, everything on on their in their shirt pocket doing analysis. You know what's going to happen. You got plan A, B, C, and D. If half of A works, then what's half of B? Will that work? I mean, they do so much to understand what could happen. They do the what-ifs. So for this administration to fall on their face the way they have, embarrassing. But the one thing that really sticks out, Mark, is why did it take the Prime Minister of England 36 hours to talk to our president? Dale, what is wrong with America? you got to help us out here. The Bar Association. Yeah, you were doing the bird call for me. But I, I just want to say, you know, it's it's pathetic. It's nothing against anybody personal, but there needs to be checks and balances. We got we are so unproductive. It's crazy. And there's too many middlemen. There's too many middlemen. I think what's going to happen is this is going to be a corporation country. <clears throat> it's going to be no more. Uh, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Everybody's already seen it. What is a middleman? It's a lawyer. Ah, you, <laughs> too you, many lawyers. You can't even. I mean, you can't do nothing. Pretty soon, they're going to have brothels in all of our neighborhoods, and they're going to, you know, it's, they got lottery, they got drugs, they got everything. I mean, honestly, I think about, what, 10 years ago, I had a sore foot. I went to the doctors, and they fed me uh, what was it, opioids, and I never took them. But uh, they tried to poison me, and it ain't no help, nobody held responsible. You know, pretty shame. Well, well, Dale, I will say I, I agree with you in the macro sense is that our corporations in the United States get the advantages of being in the United States in some ways. There's other ways that they can be in the United States and form other co- other uh, corporations or subsidiaries and then pay tax in, in other ones. But but basically, they have... There'll never bent, be a real conversation about lawyers. No, but they, be they've bent their knees to China. So American corporations selling out to China... It looks like it, unfortunately. Thank you, Dale. Call back if you got more to say. We got open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. We got the quintessential Republican right across from me, and he'll be more than happy to take your calls. And uh, I'm not sure I'm, I'm not quintessential anything. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben's across from me. Miss, uh, we haven't pointed it out, but this is good to know. Mr. Matt Catrillo, our fabulous news director here and the Steve Jones Show producer, is uh, producing our show. I can't see him, but Matt, Matt, you okay in there after that Phillies exhibition Yeah, he's got himself married in Phillies. Slightly concerned from last night, but most of the starters didn't play, but yeah, that was not pretty last night. Okay, so well, hold hope it. for the season. I was coming up from Harrisburg yesterday, and I caught you and uh, Steve about uh, quarter of five uh, coming uh, up through Clark's Ferry, and uh, I think the number you gave was uh, seven. If, if the Eagles played well, you would be happy, and you gave a seven, so I guess that seven might be a two and a half today. Um... I would call it a four. 
Oh, okay. Only because you saw some guys on defense last night that are still that are backups, but they're still going to be a significant part of the team. And other than the linebackers, they didn't play that well last night. Well, that's a uh, they got one more game, then they do the cuts, and then the real season begins. But it Correct. sounds like uh, is the NF. I would say the NFC East has to be wide open. Yes, I, I would definitely agree. So I think Washington is still the favorite. But I, I think the Giants will be dangerous. It's really anybody. I think the Giants are, are could be dangerous this year this is if Dallas they stay healthy. Uh, Dallas, no. Well, Dallas is too inconsistent for me until they become consistent with the talent they have. I uh, don't trust them. Hold it, Matt. Washington's coming in with a 38-year-old Harvard grad quarterback, That's Fitzpatrick, yeah, who has ties, Fitzpatrick. ties to this area, plays in a golf tournament, uh, very uh, very, right. very, very good great young guy I he mean, is I, i've had the inter- i've excellent. had the pleasure of talking to him a couple times yeah and, and has a has a beard that would make some people in the taliban what's his first name ryan fitzpatrick he yeah. they call oh, him the okay. journeyman yeah but he has a beard that would make some people in the taliban jealous i mean he he, he has a heck of a beard but uh <laughs> all right we got a call coming in man we're going to stop the sports for the moment but uh, we invite you to participate tune in at four o'clock today well three o'clock three to five <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, three to five today man. and then listen to fox sports radio overnight we got one call coming in but we'll take more comers 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the market wkok.com or text us at seven zero two three six include the keyword OTM and uh, you can send us a message uh, we can talk about the Dallas Cowboys or <laughs> my cubbies who are plummeting through the rankings these days oh, they plummeted Senator Mastriano has been told to stand down for his forensic audit mm-hmm. so we'll never know uh, that the election was stolen now let's see in Texas they have a quorum so that big election bill is going to come up for a vote where's Co- the rest of them that didn't go back what are they doing just hanging out in DC I have no idea who even COVID-19, the Delta variant, the vaccination discussion still underway. And Afghanistan, uh, we're glad to say President Trump weighed in on this week. So if you thought President Biden looked bad, fortunately, you were reminded once again why he was the better choice uh, <laughs> only a few <laughs> well, hell, months ago. Let's throw this one out. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Taliban's on Twitter. President Trump's not right, on Twitter. So, that, yeah, so we, get, we get to hear the Taliban, but we don't get to hear a U.S. president. Right. Okay. Well... One of them is, one group is in a rational, forward-thinking bunch of liars. And mm. guess what? It's not the Taliban guy. No, All it's right. not. Is that the one who stayed? We, we paid for him to stay at the resort down in Cuba? <laughs> we did. Oh. Yeah, so we paid for his lawyer so that he could get out, too. All right, so that's on the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. So please uh, check in today. My promise of a kinder, gentler Taliban that I talked about on Monday, <laughs> your Ben is shocked to find out, didn't come true. So, yeah, there causing all kinds of uh, upheaval over there. So we can discuss that. But open lines right now. Call us right now. Plummeting cubbies. Senator Mastriano being rebuffed. Texas quorum. COVID-19. Afghanistan and uh, President Trump. Uh, it's like, he's like whack-a-mole. He pops his head up. So he was on Hannity the other night. I thought, oh, now this is why we have no, Joe he wasn't. Biden. He wasn't on Rachel Maddow? No. 
<laughs> I don't no. think she called him. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We would love to hear from you. Some very brief news headlines. <clears throat> the Geisinger Shemokin Area Community Hospital Emergency Department is about to get a $10 million upgrade. Geisinger said Thursday they'll start the project later this month and will expand and update the emergency room and neighboring laboratory and imaging facilities within the building. And uh, they say that will double the number of private exam rooms and have a five-bed rapid evaluation unit that will let them do the triage faster. And they can call Lawrence Realty and you'll sell them a hospital no. with a new emergency room in Sunbury, right? No, yeah, there is no, uh, there's no, not too much room for them to grow footprint-wise out there. They just increase the size of the helipad a little hey, bit. there's a Sheets or a Sunoco on almost every corner of every municipality. Why not have another hospital, Geisinger? All right. Well, they're just expanding the satch, so good for them. Yeah, that's a great. Much need. A lot of people appreciate that, even if you don't. The new sets of COVID-19 infections in Pennsylvania have reached their highest total since April. 3,400 new cases yesterday uh, in our area, about the same as previous days, maybe a little bit more. 47 new cases reported, always half of them in Northumberland County, and local hospitalizations have gone down in the central Susquehanna Valley. We thank Matt Catrillo for producing these good numbers every day. Pennsylvania and Valley residents are doing their part to get vaccinated. Dr. Stanley Martin, Director of Infectious Diseases at Geisinger, explains why we still have to do mitigation even if you've been vaccinated. Without the vaccine, you're still going to be potentially susceptible to getting this infection. And this Delta variant, please understand that this is a super infectious strain of COVID. And if you don't get vaccinated, even if you're very conscious about trying to wear a mask, you will likely get infected at some point. And that you can hear his full interview on the WKOK podcast page. A backer of former President Donald Trump's efforts to carry out an Arizona-style forensic investigation of Pennsylvania's 2020 presidential election suggested Thursday that it is, in fact, fellow Republicans in the state Senate blocking his efforts in a video posted Thursday on Facebook. State Senator Doug Mastriano did not name names but blamed the powers that be for preventing him from holding a meeting of the committee he chairs to vote on issuing subpoenas to the counties. Uh, under Senate rules, Mastriano needs a majority of his committee to be present to hold a meeting, and the Senate Republican leaders have been largely silent about whether they support his efforts. A spokeswoman for the Senate Majority Leader, Kim Ward of Westmoreland County, said Thursday Mastriano has the authority to carry out his uh, duties. Democrats oppose it. Governor Tom Wolf and the State Attorney General Josh Shapiro, both Democrats, have suggested they'll challenge any subpoena in court. And Jake Corman has uh, said privately and maybe publicly, that he does not see any need for a forensic audit, but he says he is not the roadblock to those... I personally, I've changed my mind on this. I think they should do it. They should use the Senate slush fund to pay for it and uh, erase all doubt. Mm -hmm. If uh, if there was something if there was something wrong, if, if anybody Why can not? find it, it's uh, Senator Mastriano. Three more Texas state lawmakers have returned to Austin, effectively ending a 38-day walkout by Democrats hoping to stall a GOP-sponsored election bill. Texas House Speaker Dade Phelan. 
declared just after 7 p.m. Thursday the legislature had reached a quorum, allowing lawmakers to begin their voting again. Uh, there were still 49 absences Thursday night, with 99 total legislators in the House. There were enough members present for a quorum, according to the Texas Tribune. The House then adjourned until 4 p.m. Monday, after which time they probably won't have a quorum. Well, remember, too, uh, Texas like a lot of other states, of course, no, I'm sorry, Tex the Republic of Texas has a part-time legislator. All right. So th they are not in, as we, we think of in Pennsylvania. They are, they are in basically a year, then they take a year off. They come in for, for committees, but uh, it's, a, it's a little different schedule set So they got to make hay while the sun shines in other I ways. would say so. All right. And finally, thanks to climate change, drought and frost are hurting crops in Brazil, where most of your coffee beans come from. That's driving prices higher. You may not have noticed it yet. Too many stores and businesses say they're eating the cost increase for the moment, but they say they can only take losses for so long, and eventually the higher price will be passed on to you. You, the coffee customer. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to ask them, what does that taste like to eat your profits? <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah, well, you've done it. You know. It's no fun. No, it's frustrating. It's no fun. Frustrating. And also very frustrating when it's uh, very, um, <clears throat> let's say, let's do an analysis and see why you're raising SWAT. prices. Yeah, do, do a SWAT, see what uh, you know, your strengths and your threats change. are, but also in climate change now. So climate change can be used almost the way COVID was used or computers were used. I mean, again, uh, yeah, there's I an think for everything. Is, climate is being used to talk about just about anything that's significantly more extreme than maybe uh, any country or part of the globe is used to, you mm -hmm. know, colder, like melting poles, and which we have, or uh, hotter, and I don't know if Brazil's drought's hotter than ever before, but we're, ha you know, the, the whole planet's warmer than ever before, so mm, since I measurements were that. made. I remember there so. was a uh, deep freeze at one time. That had to thaw, so it might have been a little warm Something back might then. might have warmed it up. Okay. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll add climate to the list of topics. Okay, mm -hmm. so now our topics are climate change. Twitter. Twitter. What else? Uh, Mastriano. Uh, the Cubs. The Cubs. <laughs> what did you say, 20 games back? 20 and a half. Thanks a lot. Oh, sure. you got to stick <laughs> to half. And you're like the three-year-old. Oh, I'm three and a half. <laughs> COVID-19 in Afghanistan. Dale, we'll let you wrap up, and we got uh, Al on the line. So go ahead, Dale. You got yeah, I just, I just want to say, back in May, Biden administration invited the United Nations in this country to see if we're a racist country. So if they come to the conclusion we are a racist country, country we're going to get respirations off on us so are they counting social media as uh, the judgment on that because it seems like facebook twitter and all are promoting this racism well so, Dale, just, social media social media has become the new 10 commandments i mean holy smokes if you say anything right. that You're social exactly media doesn't right. agree with they take you, you off right. they're the new right. judge and jury of uh, of how we live very sad to say. So they're going to change our flag after they make their, uh, uh, you know, judgment, right? Is that what they're going to do? Change their flag? What do you mean? If United Nations declares oh, the, the UN, okay, Nations, you're back to the UN. Change the flag. Well, I think that's what their whole intentions are. The United, that's, that's where the corporation, that's where corporations and our governments are battling right now. Yeah, our, our corporations, corporations are using the United Nations as an avenue. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know question. if people understand that. 
Yeah, question the corporations. Again, they're under the umbrella of the United States laws and and, and commerce uh, legislation. You know the the scenario. But then, right now, it seems like there's a number of them that are uh, on their knees and looking to China. Uh, it's, it's, it, 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 you look at the details of what corporations are doing, uh, American corporations are doing, and how they're doing it. And, uh, you know, the multinational companies uh, uh, might be there, and Dale, you might be right. They might be waving the United Nations flag. It's a little flag. too late. It's a little too late, though, because I tell you right now, with these lockdowns, they're going to shut private business down. They're going to get more stronger. And then the United Nations is just going to bring us to our knees. That's basically what's happening. You see, no other country is allowing the investigations in their country, just the United States. So right there it tells you Biden was uh, backed by the United Nations on his election. So <clears throat> back in May, now, right now. So they're going to use our judgment for Facebook and Twitter to see if we're a racist nation. So right. I just want to pe- tell people it's a little too late. to go. You can keep going to Walmart and keep going to social media. It's a little bit too late. So just keep doing what you're doing. You're, you're well, bringing this country. Mark, Mark has protested Walmart since Walmart, so at least he's on board with you, Dale. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's thank pitiful. you so much. It's a little too late. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Stand by. Al, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565-ACDC. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. That's mm. why we have Matt Catrillo on board. <laughs> That's sounds, his... Uh, sounds like a political song. His job title around here. But no, he does a super job. He's the Steve Jones Show producer. He's our producer today as well. So we appreciate him carving out time. Uh, Al, you've been more than patient. Uh, I would have been back up on the ladder by now myself if I were you, but you waited. So thank you, sir. Go right ahead. Coming down today, so it's a big day. What's coming down? The scaffold. That's scaffold? You call it oh, scaffolding. Scaffolding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a bad connection there. How's this? Better. Go. Keep keep I, it up. That's um, better. Uh, President Trump had what they called a CCR. Yes. It was Dicey's contingency response. Yep. And he formed that back in um, October 2020, and the uh, it was all put together and ready to be funded in 2021. But uh, Biden's State Department and Biden dismissed it. Mm-hmm. wasn't funded, disbanded. Yep. And then Boris Johnson, before uh, before the report fell. Uh, was trying to get a hold of President Biden, 
for a day and a half before Biden finally returned his phone call. Yes. Uh, which left our Christians and our citizens uh, trapped behind enemy lines, and uh, we missed the boat to get in on uh, British special forces and French press special forces are right now going after uh, their people out in, in the city and out in the countryside and bringing them to the airports. Yep. And, and it's uh, uh, it's, uh, it's total debacle. Right now. So you're saying President Biden botched this and President Trump would have done a better job? Yes. Trump had plans and everything ready to go. <laughs> Trump was going to pull out in the middle of winter. Well, that's a criticism we haven't heard 956,000 times this week. You know, I'm just saying it, it could have been, and, and we got Biden saying it couldn't be any other way. So I agree with Lindsey Graham, what he said on Fox News first thing this morning. He has to go. He's a one-termer, you say. Well, what's, yeah. what's the alternative, though? Think about that. What's the alternative? Well, then we got the uh, another hiding person that we haven't heard from for seven days, the vice president. Well, she's trying to survive yeah. this. She, she can't survive the political fallout about the border. If she gets involved in this, there's no need for her. Remember, when Paul, after the first breath, 90 Five percent of all politicians are looking to get reelected. So after their first breath, <laughs> it's self-preservation, and she's just we'll trying to survive. And then we'll go through her quick, and then that, you know who we get, right? When yeah. we go through her and impeach her because she likes to disappear, like Biden's going on vacation right now. Well, there'll be another be vice president though that would be replace who's her. Who's next after her, Kamala? Well, there'll be if she would become president, there'd be another vice president. Yeah, but uh, wouldn't Pelosi be after that? No, if they didn't get. Well, only no. if they're killed. Yeah, only, only, the yeah, only if they're time. in line. But if, if Biden would would not be president, Harris becomes president, then she would most likely select a vice yeah, president. I, I, I rescind my Biden's no, leaving early. Nobody wants to inherit this. Yeah, but if that happens, yeah, happens, we will have people in office that nobody voted for. All right, we got you. That's scary. All right, thank you, Al. Thanks for calling in. Much, much, much appreciated. Uh, That takes us to Bob from Paxinus. Good morning, sir. We're enjoying a nearly open phones day. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. Uh, One of the things you guys were talking about earlier was uh, stuff being made in China. Well, if you ever watch Shark Tank, they tell all the entrepreneurs to look into China to make their products much cheaper than we can make them here. Well, that is very true. We know that to be true. You get gotta go to China to get stuff well, made, China's or Southeast the, Asia. China, anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say Vietnam. There's other places, right? Well, yeah. If, if I even shop at Boscos, and everything they sell is made in other countries. But the reason I was calling this morning was uh, a caller the other day was complaining about electric car batteries not being able to be recycled. Well, there are scientists working on that problem right now, which they supposedly will have a cure for within about five years, but uh, it's all right for me to have 50 gallons of plastic going to the dump every other week, isn't it? Well, yeah, we got to get the planet, take it seriously in terms of electric vehicles and the warming planet, or we're going to scorch, you know, half half the world pretty directly if we haven't already. So, um, yeah, we got all kinds of environmental issues. Look at California. California is burning up. The whole, whole... 
uh, one of the governors, I think it was, said the other day that every acre in California will burn sometime. Every acre in California is going to burn. Yeah, but California is an arid climate, and it has been. Go back to 1,200, 1,400. Lightning strikes burned. L- look at their policies on what they do with their uh, with their properties and what they can and cannot do now between nineteen between now and nineteen seventy. I mean, th- th- their policies of land management ha- have added to the problems and and their lack of Bad understanding. Policies. Yeah, water resources and. Moving uh, Brown's um, oh shoot Brown before Reagan the father of uh, uh, the the um, Jerry Brown talked about putting water resources together to help the population. California didn't implement any of those. Their population grew times ten, and that's the problem they have. People didn't live in California. When they did, they lived around San Francisco and maybe San Diego. If you look at the history of California, California is arid climate. It's basically a desert. All right, okay, we got you. And, uh, we got you, Bob. Thank yeah. you so much for calling right, in. Just want to let you know, Biden's doing the best job he can. All right. Well, that's Thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Get <laughs> I, I would agree with that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben and I are in full agreement on yeah. that one. Uh, best job he can doesn't mean he gets the job done, but if he's doing the best he can, that's all we can ask yeah, him. I think that but, may well, be isn't true. it strange that it, 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 between Camp David and Wilmington, has he spent more time there in the last two weeks in the White House? I don't know. Or equal time? Uh, you know, I, I think a president can spend uh, his whole um, term at Martha's Vineyard or Camp David or Mar-a-Lago <laughs> or wherever he wants to, they're still president. They're still surrounded by mm-hmm. people that are guiding them. They're still electronically connected. Oh, no, the decisions no that are being there. made can be made anywhere. I don't really care if, if Joe Biden goes on vacation all, all the time. I wouldn't care if the U.S. Senate and the Congress went on vacation all the time because when they are meeting and agreeing, they're doing terrible things and ruining the country. So you might as well just send them on vacation so at least they get some relaxation out of it. That's my view. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I was going to say. Hey, it's an opinion show. Come on. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, they had a story on CNN the other night about uh, they interviewed uh, Trump's, what was it, his, uh, what do you call him? He was in charge of the uh, Secretary of State, military. National Security Advisor. Uh, there have been all kinds yeah, of Yeah, National Security This Esper that Trump fired. Defense Secretary. Okay. Yeah, he that Trump fired. Okay. Well, Trump fired he, 90% he, of yes, the staff. Yes, Trump fired him. He, he told Trump, he told Trump that do not reduce, do not reduce the troop levels below 4,500 unless conditions were met by the Taliban. Well, Trump can do no wrong. I mean, no that's probably wrong. one you of the that, reasons right? why he got fired, because anybody that didn't agree with Trump, they got fired, but, you know. Well, then why were the troops at 2,500? Why was that sustaining the Afghan government? Well, I mean, that it, was it, Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. They were, yes, actually, it was? they were actually taking over the country long before this. You don't take over the country in a day. They no, were they no, were going at 11. this long before, long before this ever happened. 
No, as soon as we started and, and, the pullout, Trump, they took Trump, over. Trump was running for president, and Trump wanted Trump wanted to look good, and he was trying to get these troops out of there, and they were telling him, don't do it, his, his defense secretary. They're telling him, don't do it, because he wants to look good to get reelected. What happens? This is what happens. Which defense secretary is telling him not to do Esper, it? Mark well, he Esper. wasn't around when he was running for president. I mean, Pompeo, they had the plan laid out, and, and basically the plan is you get people out, you get your allies out, you get the material and property you need, then you go for military property and materials, oh, ben, then you're, your you're not leave. a military expert. I know you're an expert on everything, but you're not a military expert. expert. I think, but that's the, that's the military people talking of what, how and a transition happens. I'm reading happens. what Esper told him. Esper said, do not go below 4,500 troops. I'm reading it right well, off the computer. Well, 2,500 troops. Do not troops go below 4,500 troops. And what happened to him? He got fired. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much more clear you could be. Okay, Tom. Boy. I mean, right. what else, Tom? Yeah, gotta, please, and there's a lot of things us. that's being said that, that people don't really know what they're talking about. They're saying, they're saying, and I'm not saying it's true, but they're saying that some of these uh, uh, military things that were left behind, the planes and helicopters, some of the uh, Afghans got permission, and they flew them into Uzbekistan, I guess you call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're so some, so some of them may not be on the ground, as people are saying. I don't know. I'm not saying it's true, but that's a report. There's also reports that the that the things that they're letting the Afghan army use are not top of the line equipment, and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter if if anybody gets a hold of this stuff because they're not going to learn anything. It's it's not real good stuff. And but depends what you're talking about, Tom. But if they have Blackhawk helicopters there, no. I mean they're going to go. They're going to. I mean, they're going to sell them, or the Russians are going to take them, the Chinese are going to take them. If they haven't already reverse-engineered them from somewhere else, they're going to do it. So, yeah, part they of the stuff might be, ben, but come they on. They said that there is nothing. They said that there is nothing in those helicopters that's, that's going to affect yeah, China's any security. Already, okay. China's or already hacked it all anyway. There's nothing so there. there. It's in them. Yeah, we it, can, it, doesn't, we can. it doesn't have the high-tech... It doesn't have any high-tech equipment like the ones we have. Who, who's saying that, it's probably Tom? It's probably old stuff that was done. Oh, yeah. And yeah. a lot of it, according to what I heard, From a where? lot of it is not even operational. From where? All right. One of our listeners says, Tom, President Trump is not in charge anymore. Joe Biden know, is he, in he charge. He laid the groundwork for this mess. Well, then uh, he laid the groundwork for controlling the border, and Biden went against that. So why didn't Biden go against this and change it then? He, Trump did not have the border straightened out. The border was straightened out, Tom, but if no, Biden is against everything Trump out. It's did... It's never been straightened out for 50 years. Okay, the border was getting under control. So now, if Biden... Biden wasn't getting under control. Okay, it's Tom, why did, why did Biden not years. go against Trump The only way you're going to get this border under control All right. is get after these employers, and every time yeah. they, they hire somebody... You okay, with about that's a $5, fine too. Dollar fine, and you got to keep going after. Okay, them. so that's if, the only way you're going to stop it, Tom. If this was a bad policy for Iraq or for Afghanistan that the Trump administration put together, as Biden has done in the past, XL pipelines, Southern border, why didn't he change it? Why didn't he adjust it? Because he wanted to get out too. <laughs> okay, if it was bad, why would you go ahead and do it? 
If the you, only other option he had been was to put more troops in. That's not true at all. You could stay with the troops you had, and no, you could you do a pullout. No, you could stay with out. the troops you had. Yes, you could. troops. They held it's off. There's not enough troops in the whole country. That's a big country. You're going to have 2,500 troops? I don't think so. All right, we got to 2,500 troops backed the Afghan army. The army stayed in place because they knew they had air support, and they had the U.S. backing. When they started to pull out, that's when the Afghan... Army yeah, started okay. to fall. I know. You're a military expert. I, I know. <laughs> okay, Tom. <laughs> thank you, Tom. Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, Very much. Yeah, thank it. you. You enlighten us. One of our good listeners says, come on, Mark. Tell Tom he doesn't know what's happening in Afghanistan. He also says, yeah, Tom, CNN is a reliable source. Laugh out loud. They still lie to you about the Russian collusion. Hey, wait a minute. There was Russian collusion. We know that to be true. What, because they gave... No. Biden money? No, they bought ads on Facebook. Oh, so, <laughs> and finally, yes, Bob Biden is. Yeah, one of our callers, Bob, said Joe Biden's doing the best job he can, which everybody agrees with, really. Uh, says, yes, Bob, Joe Biden is the best job a dementia-riddled old fool can do. The people worry about are the leftist fools pulling the strings. Well, That's what you should worry yeah. about. So, so here's the scenario. We got a caller saying, you know, it doesn't matter, Mark. I, I know you did your time at the Carlisle Military School, and I, I took a couple classes online. Uh, I went but to Jeff McCausland's military okay. class at Dickinson. Yeah, see, so, but when the military people were talking, they talked about, again, some sort of analysis, be it SWAT, be it whatever. But again, you start to look at getting your people out and your allies personnel out. You look at material and property, what's needed, what's not needed. And then you look at the military property and materials. Also, in your embassy, what materials do you have to get rid of before you leave? And and for somebody, for a caller to say somebody, nobody has to be a military expert to understand that. But these are military people saying, this is what you try to put in place, the plan, and you try to implement that plan. Obviously, there was no implementation. And you want to talk about Asper. I don't even remember when he was DOD or chief of staff. I don't think it was when Trump was running for president re-election. But the point about it is being that look at right now Milley and look at Austin. Those two two folks look foolish when they have to come out and, and, and... try to talk about why the implementation of this plan is bad. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can call us right now. We'd love to hear from you. We've got nearly open phones. We're talking about Afghanistan and what would President Trump have done. And we're glad to say that he was on Hannity this week, reminding everybody mm. precisely why he's not president. So that was helpful. I think he was on Chris Hayes. Was he on that also? MSNBC, wasn't he? No, 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 no. no. He would never do that. Lawrence O'Donnell? He would get a difficult question. He wouldn't be able to handle that. It's like when (laughs) President Biden goes on uh, CBS this week or ABC or whatever. He was with Stephanopoulos. Stephanopoulos threw, actually, Stephanopoulos threw a hardball at him. Well, it's because Biden has lost the media because of Afghanistan. But up until then, he got Mark, the question to ask Biden is why did you take the CCR? Not born on the bayou, and not bad moon rising CCR, but why'd you <laughs> the take the one. CCR program and dismiss that in June? Because right. that was the implementation of getting people out. one 800 What's your view on this, folks? You have a remark about my cubbies that are 20 games <laughs> back. 
Uh, Twenty and a half, but thank that's you. okay. I, I have I, one. They stink. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, jeez. And they got and a new manager this year. The feel-good guys are producer today. That's not helping anything either. So, Doug Mastriano has been told to stand down by Jake Corman. What's your view on that? Should we do a forensic audit of the election? I've changed my tune on this. I just think we got to do something to get these. Uh, Let's show Joe Biden. Joe Biden should be a hundred percent behind this. What's that? The uh, elect- oh yeah, right, and right, see, right right yeah and afterwards point. say you fools I won he Look. could sell his uh, Rehoboth house for a couple hundred grand and help fund it uh, Texas has a quorum now so they'll be able to go through with their onerous election bill next week uh, we talked a little bit about Twitter and climate and COVID and Afghanistan and car battery recycling mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you on the topic of your selection one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is there anybody out there that thinks Joe Biden's doing a better job than President Trump would have. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. All right, we got some calls coming in. Keep them coming. 1-800-795. Little Head East. Is that what that is? Flies a pancake, maybe? Head East, I think. Good rock and roll riff. What band is it? I think Head East. The album is Fly as a Pancake. Well, one thing Matt's not going to know, so there's no point in cracking uh, the mic over there. I think it was uh, released 10 years before he was hatched. All right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. How's it going, Mark? Perfect. Uh, you asked the question, is, it, is Biden doing better than Trump? Or does anybody think that Biden is doing better than Trump? Well, the only people that I could think that would think that were people that have been asleep for the past eight months. That's, you know, that's where that's going. Does that include the president <laughs> himself? Uh, what is that? Does that include Other than the president? Yeah, the president himself? Because I think he's been <laughs> well, asleep he's been at asleep the wheel. <laughs> but, you know... Yeah, he's, he's yeah. But uh, as far as Afghanistan goes, you know, when the Secretary of Defense gets up there and say they have no means or capabilities of going in and getting the Americans that are over there out, we got a big serious problem. Especially when the French and the Brits have found a way to do it. Right. I mean, that they got they had to put six thousand troops back in to you know secure the airfield, which is uh, a mess in itself. And, you know, the video coming out of the Afghan people throwing their kids and babies over the wire to get them out of there, you know, sacrificing themselves so their kids can get out in a better future. You know, that's a terrible thing to see. No, it's horrendous. But, but, Stan, look at this way, too. The other part is, you know, people complained about the last administration and their allies. All all they did was try to keep the allies honest. Mm, How did I do that? Is there, Stan? Hmm, Okay, his phone cut off. Is this Mike? Yes, it is, Mike. Okay, we lost Stan. Stan's going to call back, but, Mike, you're on the mark. Yeah, I just wanted to say that right now, in my mind, what's happening is really reflective on two things. It's reflective on Joe Biden's leadership, but probably more important than that, because Biden's not going to be around forever, but hopefully our country's going to be around for a long time. It's more reflective on the dysfunctional federal government that we have and the ability of such a large bureaucratic state to do anything right in the long run. Yeah, Mike, Mike, it's, can you take great points? Can you take move two inches closer to the microphone? Uh, 
Yes, sir. Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay. Uh, the, the point that I'm making is the situation is a good indicator of how dysfunctional our federal government is. But the problem is our federal government keeps getting larger, growing stronger, and more cumbersome. And because of that, this dysfunction will only grow. And the only way out is for Americans to become educated and take control of their government. And that starts with the school systems. And unfortunately, the Democrat left has almost complete control of our educational system now. You control the education and you control the future, and that's where we're at. It's gonna take strong people to make their voices heard. And I am a little bit encouraged. In the last couple of days, I monitor many different uh, talks, and I'm hearing more women speak out, basically articulating what I am saying. And it just can't be a few women and a few men. We have got to spread the word and say we have to take back control of our government. We need a responsible government. And right now, I believe in Washington, we have a totally irresponsible. They may think they're doing the right thing, but just about everything that they touch, every decision is making things worse. Well, Mike, one of the points you make, though, is about the dysfunction. But when you when you look at the dysfunction, it's top-down, bottom-up. And, and the other part is, in the education side, the fastest-growing part of education is private education. It's homeschooling. It's private charter schools. The people are getting frustrated with public education and its failure in educating, let alone the indoctrination that we have seen over that. So you see other forms of education that uh, has, has stepped in, and the, the, the COVID part has opened up and let people see what really goes on in some, in some situations in some school districts. Exactly. And, and I'm in, you know, generally we don't agree on a lot of things, but I'm going to agree with everything you just said. But if you look at the mainstream media and if you look at our government and more importantly, the left wing of the Democrat Party, all of those different uh, options for education that you mentioned are being demonized as a problem. So that right there shows the dichotomy in the, in the Democrat Party. The left wing, I do believe, is pulling the strings right now. And the Democrats are really, well, everybody has to take control of their parties. We, we cannot go on much longer like this. Well, we need President Trump to stay in control of the Republicans because that assures Democratic victory. So we need that. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't you know. know. Frankly, Could I be believe different President Trump serves a purpose. But in, unfortunately, in my mind, uh, he hurts himself as much as he helps himself and helps us. He right. has a yep. useful purpose. I wish he would channel it in the proper way. All right. We got you, Mike. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in. You're welcome. Appreciate that. We got to take a quickie break. We got a, uh, another caller waiting. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. One of our listeners sends us a text, says, at least Joe Biden isn't a lawless, liar, and stupid, racist president. And another listener says, <laughs> oh, not. by the way, folks, the person who's colluding with Russia right now would be President Joe Biden, along with his collusion with China. Mm. Uh, Stan is back. Your your call got dropped, and that was an eight-minute penalty you had to suffer there while you waited. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, you're pushing the wrong buttons. No, it wasn't anyway. me this time. I know. <laughs> I and see, I think we left it. I don't know. I was going to say that. The question would be to President Biden by George Stephanopoulos would be, the reason to get rid of the CCR group you dismissed in June of 2021, and since the Trump administration had horrendous policies, in your view, southern border, energy. Why wouldn't you adjust the Afghanistan pullout policy then? Well, because as, uh, when it failed, which they knew it would, they figured they needed somebody to blame. So that's, you know, you know when, when Trump, Trump's plan was to pull all the civilians out, contractors, you know, destroy the bases, destroy most of the equipment and then pull the troops out well everything went in reverse with this guy it's in charge now so and and what i what i understand is i've heard this uh, this morning that when they cleared the embassy out you know they did which is normal procedure they destroyed all records in the embassy everything you know because that's just what they normally do so it can't fall into the enemy hand well they also when they did that they destroyed the records of the people the afghan people that were helping the u.s military for the past 15 20 years however long they've been doing it and their family so now they have no record of who when they come to the airport whether they actually helped or if they're just you know people that want to get out of afghanistan well, so that's me, one problem let me ask you this could five or six taliban families get through to the airport and fly over here of course they could. There's nothing, to, there's nothing to vet them and stop them. No, they're, they're, it's ridiculous. It, it, this is the, the one caller talking about bureaucracy. This is why the United States looks like, uh, the United States government looks like a lot of folks in the United States. A bloated, a bloated middle. I mean, we're a fat, soft underbelly, and uh, that is uh, that seems to be where we're going. Keystone cops, shoot, that's an embarrassment <laughs> to Keystone cops. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, uh, what was I going to say? When when they bring these people over here, you know, they're not vetting them. But there is there is an organization here. I forget what it's called. There's a guy that was CIA and Marine, ex-Marine. He has an organization. It's to bring the people that the interpreters and stuff that help. He got on, I think it was CNN or MSNBC, and said that he has the list of all the people that helped them, you know, that were hired and were interpreters and all that. And he's been trying to give it to the Biden administration for months, and they won't give return his calls. They won't take it. They won't do nothing. So he has the information with the biometrics, you know, the identification, you know, means the identification. And identify these people and stuff, but they they have no interest in it. 
Well, suppose so now, we're, now we're going to bring hundreds of thousands of people in here that we'd have no vetting on. I have no problem bringing people that here that helped us, but the other ones are just trying to flee because, you know, they don't want to stand there and fight and kick the Taliban out. Well, I believe Ollie North is involved in programs that are trying to bring over the uh, our basically our allies. But but the the other part is why can the Brits and the French go in with their special forces and pull their fo- extract their folks and the United States is sitting on its proverbial thumbs you'd have to ask the people at the top that starts with Biden why isn't he well, uh, where's the they're telling they're telling the people that they have to find their own way to yes. the airport and they're relying on the Taliban to give them passage you know through passage well, that's what they're doing well general austin and mealy look look tremendously uh, I would Inept. say yes would that be kind <laughs> now the other thing is from what I, I heard an interview with a guy that helped train the Afghan troops and was intelligence he says they were trained as the American troops are trained you know with forward observers and to call in airstrikes when they need airstrikes and I guess the US military even with the 2500 people there were providing air support well when you pull all those that out there's no longer any air support, even though they have their own aircraft, which the U.S. gave them, but they also have problems with maintenance problems. And I guess we had U.S. contractors in there working on their aircraft, and Biden pulled them out, So, and they wouldn't allow them back into the country to help repair the aircraft. So the mechanics, that the Afghan mechanics were doing, from my understanding, were doing Zoom or Skype calls trying to get you know, information on how to fix the plane. Yeah, and if you're a pilot, you feel real comfortable jumping back in that plane. But, but Stan, the point about it, why 2,500 troops? Why air support? Why was the programs working for months, if not a year before, and now all of a sudden 2,500 troops wasn't enough? I mean, it, it well, just, they also, they, he also had to, uh, Trump telling the uh, Taliban, you do something bad, we will bring the wrath of God upon you. Yes, that's that true. That was one thing, too. All right, Stan, thank you so much for participating in the show every day, every week, and all the time. We're very glad. <laughs> thank you. And the real tragedy is uh, we've lost uh, humanitarian progress there. That's, that's the real. Sad. Yeah, the yeah, ladies, that's the, real, the females, and the No matter which president is responsible. Yeah. This is WDKOK Sunbury.